0: Praise the Lord and welcome to the Jesus Only Podcast. Amen. We thank the Lord for another day. Amen. And we just thank him for his goodness and mercy and all that he's doing in our lives. Amen. Let us go before the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for another day, Lord God. We thank you for keeping us keeping us safe, oh Lord Jesus, and bringing us here at this point in time, Lord God. We ask that you continue to bless those that are listening tonight, oh Lord God. Help someone to get something out, Lord God, to want to give you the glory, Lord God, to want to get to know you better, oh Lord Jesus. We thank you and we praise you. These blessings we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Good evening. I am your host, First Lady Elisa Portis and we welcome you to the Jesus only podcast where Jesus is the only answer hallelujah we would like to just give you the phone numbers where you can call in first of all to 323 615 4111 please sure be sure to call in also you can email us at jportis at jesusonlyclub.org, email us any questions, anything that you may have, hallelujah, and we just want to remind you of our prayer call, Monday through Friday, you can call in from 6 30 in the morning to 7 p.m., we've, ha- we've been having a wonderful prayer call, amen, this month we're talking about serving and being thankful, hallelujah, just being thankful for whatever you are thankful for, because we know that if it wasn't for Jesus in our lives, we would be lost. We would be way lost. So thank you again for tuning in to our Jesus Only podcast. And we're continuing our series on families. Amen. And today we have with us one of our new members at the Church of Apostolicity, in the person of Sister Janae. Welcome. <laughs> Amen. So, Janae's coming on, and we're going to talk about Janae today. We're going to talk about this new saint. Hallelujah. This new person that has decided to walk with Jesus Christ. Amen. So Janae, if you would just give us a little bit about yourself, let's just start about they talk about your life, you know, how, how, what type of life did you have growing up that you want to disclose? If there's something that you do not want to disclose, you don't have to say it. But, you know, we know that we all were, you know, had different things going on in our lives. So, you know, th- tell us about the type of life you had growing up.
1: Okay. <clears throat> um, the life that I had growing up was, I would say, it was pretty easy. Be amen. until my mom passed away. Oh. And then, once my mom passed away, it was like, you know, it turned like it went a, a turn. Like it had a turn. Like it was mm-hmm. just like a hard, challenging life living with my dad and my siblings, and just living with a father and not like your mother.
0: Right. Amen. But
1: it was pretty hard. And then. I wouldn't um I, I don't know. like it's it was just really, really Man. hard living with a dad because you yeah. like women like girls, they need that mother figure, that Man. that mother, just that a woman in their life, mm-hmm. like helping them. I had my grandma um really helping my aunties, but Man. it was really hard. And then like my dad, he was in and out of prison. He's in prison now.
0: hmm And mm, all right. How old were you when your mom passed?
1: Um, I had just turned eleven, so she eleven.
0: So that's gone, pretty early yeah. in life. Yeah. Okay, I can't imagine. You know, my mom was there, but you know, I can understand that it was hard not having mom yeah. in your life growing up. Amen. And to have you know a dad. Um, you know, sometimes it's. I understand it's hard to relate to men. And, you know, our pastor always talks about, he don't speak female. Well, we women don't speak male. (laughs) So it's a struggle growing up, um, in a house, you know, where you only have a dad and, you know, I understand there were times I'm, I'm sure where things were, um, you needed somebody to talk to. And, you know, dad just wasn't the person to talk to. Amen. (laughs) Amen. So, um, but we thank you for coming on to the Jesus Only uh, podcast. And we just want to, you know, just talk, be intimate um, about some of the things that maybe you've experienced in your life. And, um, you know, you came to Christ. Uh, how long have you been saved now?
1: Um, I've been saved for about seven months. I know, I think I got seven saved in Seven months.
0: She's still a baby in Christ. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. <laughs> Amen. So what? exactly brought you to, to Christ. Why Jesus?
1: Um I have always like been in church mm-hmm. like throughout my life and then I used to go to school up uh, north at UC Santa Cruz and then I came home and then I started working for Tommy and and then like just being around Tommy and his wife like they're church people and then I just start coming to church with them every Come Sunday in. and then They was encouraging me, like, you know, just live right. And then they encouraged me to get the Holy Ghost. and I went and I got the Holy Ghost and I'm here now.
0: Yes. So you saved. All right. She came in. She's been saved seven months and now she's been walking with Jesus. Hallelujah. And she's got the Holy Ghost, y'all. Amen. So she's on her way. We always talk about, you know, hey, no. That's the ticket to get you into heaven is we got to get saved. We got to get baptized in Jesus name. We got to be filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongue. Amen. And now you got your ticket. You got your ticket. Amen. That's good. And so now that we got our ticket, now we just have to live that holy life. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So I know it's only been seven months and I know every day is different every day you don't know what to expect but you know walking this saved life walking with Jesus so what do you think what do Um, you think
1: I think it's really good I can see that it has been a change and I see a lot of changes when I was unsaved and now that I'm saved it's has been a lot of changing a lot of changes
0: amen so getting the Holy Ghost does it did it make you just want to go home and just clean out your closet, just get rid of everything that you knew that wasn't right, that you felt wasn't right, you know, to go before God. And did you did you feel like that?
1: Um, I'm still, like, you know, learning and Man. still with the process of, like, you know, not sinning. Yes. And, I mean, because it's hard, like, it's really hard to, you know, stop sinning and to do what, like, it's a lot of rules. So, like, not wearing, like, you know, fake hair or mm-hmm. nails or jewelry or... Mm. And so like, I'm still like in the process of changing, but I can see that I am
0: like changing what (laughs) you're doing, what most young ladies do. I mean, it's not easy just to just go home and, you know, change. We don't change like that overnight. You know, it takes time. And this is, you know, we didn't get saved just like that. Amen. We had to have something to happen in our lives to bring us to Christ. Amen. And now that we found out that there's a better way, a so much better way of living. Amen. We know that, you know, there's a lot of things in our life. We know we need to change and you just keep taking it one day at a time. Amen. And as, as God reveals these things to you, that's when you, you're going to change these things in your life. Amen. I remember when I first got saved and you know, I think my hardest thing was getting out of pants. Yes. I think that's the hardest thing for all of us <laughs> yeah. women is getting out of pants. And it wasn't that I wore a whole bunch of pants, but I love blue jeans. Right. You know, so I wanted to wear my blue jeans because I felt I look good in my blue jeans. <laughs> Amen. And so I think that was my hardest. And I even had kept a pair of blue jeans in the bottom of my drawer in the deep bottom. You know, because I was like, man, sometimes when it's cold, you want something on your legs, you know, so it took me a while. But I got out of eventually got out of the blue jeans Um, as far as, you know, getting out of certain music and things. That wasn't a problem because I really wasn't into a lot of the poopla rap music things of that nature i kind of was like into the soft mellow jazz mm-hmm. shade was my thing <laughs> so that was that was easy you know to transition from there but you know that's good all i, I my advice is just take it one day at a time yeah. as god reveals it unto you you will change amen don't let nobody tell you anything different because nobody did it any specific particular way. Everybody had their own, you know, way of doing things. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's good. You walk in, you're walking in in Christ. Hallelujah. You know, and one thing that we find out when we come to Christ, you know, the Bible even tells us when you really come to Christ and you want to do things right, that you're going to find that your friends don't want to be bothered with you. You know, your family is going to look at you differently because, you know, they look at you like, you know, you think you all that. No, it's not that I think I'm all that. It's just, you know, I've found a better way of living. And, you know, you, you kind of want them to be happy for you. You want them to, you know, uh, be proud that you've decided to walk with, with Jesus. So, you know, what do you say? How's your family been since you got saved?
1: um when i first got saved and i told them i got the holy ghost they was like low-key like laughing not i want to say like laughing and like mm-hmm. just saying like oh you're in church now that mm-hmm. are like just saying like a lot of stuff and then they start saying like you always like with tommy are you always at church are you always like doing this and doing mm-hmm. that you're not always with us and they started like just like bashing me and just saying like like it's fake like no. me going to church is fake. Me wanting to get closer where God is fake. And they right. just started saying that like everything was fake.
0: Oh, so they think that this is fake. Yeah. Wow. You know, that's, that's surprising to hear that people think that's fake, you know, or I guess, you know, they think that it's something that's only going to last for a short time. Yes, Amen. Because, you know, we, we've, we've run across people that are what we call, you know, fake fake christians um, fake saints you know and they do something right for a while you know people sometimes have um have a you know like a you get that earnest desire that you really want to do these things and then you kind of fall off the the you know your 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 way of wanting to do that you know something happens and yeah. you change your mind so you know it's gonna just be up to you not to even worry about
1: yeah. that so I, I started like letting them like Like just like go it go like let it go over my shoulder. But like now they're like low key coming back and wanting Mm -hmm. me to be around now. Mm -hmm. They still like when we go to like parties or like I don't Mm -hmm. be as crazy as like them. Like I know that like they're drinking smoke and like Like, they would be like, okay, Jenna, you're like, you're changing. Right. But in my family, I have always been like, to me per se, they always been saying, like, I'm the weird one or, like, <laughs> the single out one that acts <laughs> weird or, like, the white one. Right. Since I went to school up the North, they used to call me the white one. So oh, now,
0: my. <laughs>
1: now that I'm in church now, they think that I'm really white and that, um, like, I'm not myself, mama. My that I'm not black right. or not oh, as good goodness. as them
0: or something like that. I'll tell them, hey, this is this is the, the life of a saint. We Even though know, I still do,
1: like, you know, little stuff on the side. Right. I still do a little sinning on the yeah. side. But hey, they- We're not normal.
0: <laughs> we're changing every day. And we're learning to be more Christ-like in our walk. Amen. You know, so uh, we have to make sure that the word of God tells us to separate ourselves. You know, sometimes you just got to get away from So they can see this is you. This is your new life. This is the life that you want to live instead of, you know, hanging with them too much. Because when you hang with them too much, they're going to look at what they can do to entice you to do certain things. Amen. And so we have to, you know, just separate ourselves. You know, you want them to see that you're really serious about your walk. You just live your life. You live your life. You don't have nothing to prove to them. You know, you just live your life the way you know you should live your life. And, you know, that's what's going to speak to them. And see, she's really serious about this. You know, she's not fake. You know, she's not putting on a show. <laughs> amen. They're going to see that this is really a part of you. But, you know, it's 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 got to be a commitment that you want from the inside. Amen. To, to what you want out of this. Amen. And I always tell people, you know, it's what you put into it. You know, if that's what you want, if you want to get something out of it, it is what you put into it. So we got to, you know, make ourselves available so that God can use us. OK. And um, so, I mean, your family, you're 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 around them and I'm sure they're seeing some change in you. And like you said, they've always thought you were different. Amen. Um, so they've always talked about you to say that you're different because you went to school and you know, in a far out place and, you know, now you're back and all. But what do you think? Do you feel a change in your life? Do you feel anything different? Um,
1: I mean, I do feel like a little change, like I am changing and I want to see change in myself. Mm-hmm. But as far as like changing towards them, I don't, I don't change for them. I treat them the same. Right. I still talk to them on the yeah. phone and. You know but su- certain things are like certain things i'll like i'll call them and like they like they're they'll be cussing and i'll be like okay like y'all cussing a lot like i mm-hmm. mean i know i might say a little few bad words or something like that right but, and they'd be like okay Jeanette, you saying like we cussing too much and like we need to stop cussing and doing all this i'd be like yeah because i don't i can't be around that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and i'm learning not to be around it or do it myself so. right yeah, I, I don't I want to say I treat them a certain way or anything like that. But.
0: Right. Okay. No, true. Still treat them the way you've always treated them. Amen. Let them know this is just me now. You know, you guys are doing all these things in the world, you know, and I've kind of left those things alone. You know, you, you, you want to show them that that's not me anymore. You know, I'm not treating you any different, but that's just not me anymore. Amen. And, you know, sometimes it, like I said before, sometimes it takes, know, stepping back. Stepping back. You know, we have to step back and get away sometime. But, but that's good. Long as you see the change in your life, and long as you um have have that made up mind that you know you want to do different, you want to do what God is calling you to do. Amen. And so, um, Church of Apostolicity is that the first church that you've come to, um, and you know, decided to make a commitment or were there others?
1: No, I went to one church. Like I said, I was going to church as when I was young.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it was a, I was Christian before, mm-hmm. but I stopped going to church around, I want to say when I was about 15. Okay. And then once I graduated high school, um, I went to college and that's when I came back and then I became a member of Church of Apostolicity.
0: All right. So, You know, we have our young people and they're going off to college right now. So when you were in college, did you stay on campus at home? How was that? Um, I stayed on
1: campus. I went to um, UC Santa Cruz. Okay.
0: And how was college life? How was campus life?
1: When I first like my first year, it was like pretty good. Like, you not having to follow, like, any parents of rule. Like, you living on your (laughs) own. You done what you want to do. Like, no rules. You ain't got no curfew. You don't have nothing. But I started getting, like, homesick and, Mm -hmm. like, depressed. And then, like, the school was, like, it started to become, like, really racist. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't fit for me. It was, like, such, like, hippie. And, like, they just didn't like black people. So, I didn't want to be in that environment. So, I came home. Right, right. And... Now, I'm still in school. I go to El Comuna right now and hopefully to transfer yeah. to um, UC Irvine.
0: Okay. Amen. So what are you studying in school?
1: Um, business management.
0: Business management. Amen. All right. So college life was number one. The most exciting thing was, hey, I'm away from my parents. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I have nobody to answer to. <laughs> All right. Amen. So, But as far as the education up there, um, the learning. You know, um, would you say that was, you know, what you needed?
1: Yeah, the learning and the education was pretty good up there. Like the some of the professors were like really helpful. They would stay after with me and help mm-hmm. me, yeah. tutor me, and everything. It mm-hmm. was really good.
0: So you think it was more that you became homesick?
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm more homesick, and the environment just didn't fit me.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and like I know a lot of times I tell the the uh, young adults. At COA, when you go away to college, you know, it's going to be different. It's a totally different atmosphere. It's something that you really aren't familiar with because you are coming together with kids from all over the world, you know, and everybody is not number one. If you were in church, they're not church. You know, these people are into whatever religion that they may be into, Um, they're into whatever their culture is. Amen. And so it's going to be different. You know, and that's one thing I've, I've uh, stressed to them is that, you know, you have to stand strong on your foundation. You have to stand strong on what you've learned, you know, because when you get there, you know, they're going to try to steer you different directions and you don't want to go crazy. Hey man, you want to stay sound, have a sound mind, amen. And what you believe, amen. You don't want anybody to be able to move you, move you off of what you believe, Amen. But that's good. I, I, I'm glad that you are here and you can, you know, let the youth know that these are things to expect. And yeah, it's all right to get homesick, but we do get homesick and being away from home. We think about, Oh, I just can't wait to get away from my parents. And as soon as you're away from your parents, you get homesick.
2: <laughs>
0: Amen. Hallelujah. All right. And so, um, in, in going to school, And now you're back home and now you find yourself you're back in college again and you're still studying because you didn't complete up there. Right. (laughs) Got homesick. You came home and now you're still um, getting educated. Amen. Excuse me. And then you're finding uh, adult life. You know, you're adulting. You're finding that I got to take care of myself. (laughs) I got to have a job. (laughs) I got to pay my car note and whatever other bills that you may have. I mean, I got to buy insurance. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's, is it difficult or is it as easy as you thought it was?
1: I wouldn't say it's difficult, but I thought it would be a little easier. Mm-hmm. It's not. I wouldn't say it's that hard, but it, it does get challenging. It mm. does get challenging. And living on your own. Well, I live with my best friend, but living like in an apartment and mm-hmm. got to pay bills like you said car no rent Mm -hmm. and rent is not cheap and they just (laughs) want to put our rent (laughs) rent is not cheap
0: yeah
1: but buying like groceries Mm -hmm. and just make gas gas ain't cheap either (laughs) but i could say like i'm handling i know how to like manage my money and do what's right and sacrifice so i know how
0: to do So we're letting them know, you know, it's not as easy as you thought it was. Yes. When we were growing up, we thought it was going to be easy to get out the house and be on your own. But once you get out there and you get to see that, you know, it's a little bit hard, like parents have told you, amen? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's good. I, I mean, that's good. I think it's great that you can express that to the, to the youth that are coming up so they can see. Because- sometimes it's hard for them to hear an adult telling them things because they figure they know everything or they figure oh i can experience it on my own um i'll be all right you know but when they hear it from another youth, it kind of sticks yes you know because you're their peer they they look at you all right so um you know you're now you're here at the church of apostolicity and what do you think about the church? What do you think about the pastor? The you know? church
1: is really good. It's like a, like another family. Yeah. Everybody's so nice and just caring and loving. And pastor, he's a really great man. He's like, he's, like, he's our father. So <laughs> that's my father. And he tells you like what's right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And one thing he don't do, he don't like, he don't bash you.
0: Yeah. Like
1: even if you make a mistake, he gonna tell you like, Like you was wrong and how to do it and what you like what to learn from everything he everything I have come to pastor about and he always tell me what like what you learn from it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so are you learning? (laughs) Yes, I am learning. (laughs) i learned a lot. Recently, I just had a conversation with pastor um, this past Sunday and Mm -hmm. he told me like it it was a really good conversation. We had a long conversation at the church and it was it was really good helping me on bettering myself and just dealing with situations and stuff.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Amen. So he's the type of pastor that you can come to. You can relate. You can come to him pretty much with anything. Yes. Amen. He has that, what, open door policy. You don't have to, oh, Pastor, can I make an appointment to, to, to talk to you? <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: if he's busy, he's going to stop what he's doing, and he's going to give you his full, full Amen. attention. That's
0: good. I, I, hey, that's wonderful. That That's a father figure, someone that you can talk to. At any time, you can talk to him. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's a good thing. I think that's a great thing about our pastor. Amen. Hallelujah. And the church family, everyone's uh, nice. Everyone's opening, uh, you know, conversation, conversating with you. No one's like, oh, I don't want to talk to you or, (laughs) you know, they're they're friendly. They show themselves friendly, right?
1: Yes, we have group chats and we're trying to plan events. And yes, everybody's friendly, especially the youth, like the youth are because Not- we all have, like, even though we're all say we all have similar situations and challenges and trying mm-hmm. to change and changing and stuff. So it's really good.
0: my man. So that's right. I understand that the youth have come together and everyone has pretty much exchanged phone numbers and you guys have a group chat where you try to, you know, meet with each other or mm-hmm. go out occasionally and yes. do some things together. So how's that working out?
1: Um, it's pretty good. But once I think we had a situation i'm not sure we were supposed to do a sleepover and Mm -hmm. six slides but with me like working we'd be busy on like Saturdays and Sundays. so sometimes like i can't make it
0: okay well that's good i mean i think it's great that you guys have one another that you can talk to each other and you know you've got that group chat going on and hey i know you guys have your phones in your hands 24 7 so (laughs) that's a great thing amen thank the lord for that hallelujah So, um, you know, I know one of the youth one time said, you know, we were asking the youth. So how do they like uh, the Church of Apostolicity? How do they like living saved? Not so much the church, but living saved. I know, um, you know, pastor has rules. I mean, he tells us that there are things that we can do. And it's not so much that it's his rules, but a lot of the rules are the things that the word of God says, you know, and we do have what we call restrictions, you know, things that he uh admonishes us that we cannot do. So what do you think about the restrictions and living say?
1: When I first got saved and like I was learning the restrictions, I was kind of like like confused, like, okay, like I'm got to do this, I gotta do that, I can't do this, I can't do that. <laughs> so I was like a little like, you know, like holding back, but like now that I see myself changing and trying to like stop. You know, doing it and follow the mm-hmm. rules of, well, follow the rules of everything. But I feel like it's not that bad if you really want to be saved and right. live saved. It's not hard if you just got to, you just got to really want it.
0: Right. It's got to be something you want, you know, and we got to look at not so much of what we cannot do, you know, take, grasp the things that we can do. We can do as much as a person out there that's not saved. Amen. We just do it in a more mannerable way. Amen. We can still go to a a game. If you wanted to go to a baseball game or something, you can still do those things. You know, but I'm not going to the game now, you know, half dressed. I'm not going to the game to go catch and see how many guys I can give my phone number (laughs) to. You know, we got to look at it that way. Amen. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. No, he said no. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) But no, we just have to look at, you know, number one, everything we do, we want to do it pleasing to God. And if we keep that ever before us, that we want to be pleasing unto God, you know, that makes everything worth it all. Because in the end, we want to see his face. We want to see God's face. We don't, we don't want to see anything else. You know, we don't want all this work to be done in vain. Amen. I don't want to be praying and fasting and then not make it to heaven. You know, who wants to do that? You know, so we just got to keep striving yes. to do right. We got to keep striving to do right. Anything you want is worth working for, right? Yes. If you really want it, it's worth working for. So we just got to keep striving to make sure that we do right before God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And so, you being at the uh, Church of Apostolicity, um, you're saved now, you got the Holy Ghost. Uh, you know, what do you do there? Do you just come to church? <laughs> Do you just listen to the word of God? What? We're there. What? Um, Wednesday Bible study and Sundays. Do you just sit there and keep the pews warm or what are you doing?
1: <laughs> no. Um, in the church, my job is I usher. usher. So. You got a job? Yeah.
0: You got a job already? You only been saved, what, seven months? Seven months. Yes. And you got a job? Yes. All right. What are you doing? Ushering. Ushering. All right. Amen. How do you like ushering?
1: Um, I like it. Like it's really good. I'm mm-hmm. learning. It's really good though. When I was like going like younger in church, I was a usher for the youth. Right. And now that I am here, I'm an usher here. Right. And it's really good.
0: So you're a doorkeeper. Keep the door. Keep the, <laughs> keep them folks. Amen. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's good. Like you like in charge. You tell them, hey, stop <laughs> chewing that gum. You know, uh, hey, don't be talking. Pastors preaching, look up there. <laughs> You get the kids, keep the kids in order. Amen. That's good. So you like ushering. Yes. Very good. Is there any other jobs that you think about you may want to do later on? Um,
1: I don't know. I will have to see, but so far I like ushering.
0: So far you like yes. ushering. Amen. Well, I'm sure you're doing a great job at being an usher. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> you got some wonderful teachers out there. Yes. All right. And, um, hmm. Good luck. Good luck in keeping keeping with the ushering, because that's Thank a you. big responsibility. Yes. Amen. It really is. Thank you. And um, so what would you say to some of the the youth out there? You know, if you had to not so much the youth, let's go back. What would you say to someone that wants to be saved and they're leery, they're they're contemplating it, you know, about coming to Christ? You know, would you give them any advice?
1: Um, yes, I will tell them like, you know, just keep coming to church. If you don't come to church or keep listening to pastor and keep like understanding and getting closer with God and make sure it's something that you really want. Cause mm-hmm. like you have to change your life. You can't get saved or want to get saved and still live the life you've been living. You have to really change. Even if it takes like, you know, baby steps like me, I'm mm-hmm. with the baby steps. So it's gonna take time to change. But you gotta make sure like, you know, you really, really want this.
0: Amen. Make sure it's something that you want, you know, and you got to stay at it with anything. You got to keep at it. If you want it, you want it. You got to stay at it. You got to keep coming. You got to keep listening to the word of God. You got to read the word of God. Amen. You have to find prayer time. Do you have time that you set aside that you pray and you talk to God? I mean, you're learning how to pray, right?
1: Yes,
0: I'm learning how to pray. Amen. And we and, you know, we tell you prayer is simply just really talking to God. It's nothing fancy. It's no script that you have to read. Amen. It's just talking to God, just like we're casually talking to one another. Amen. We have to learn to talk to God. We just have to open up our heart and just talk to him. Amen. Let him know if something's bothering you, if if you, know, you can't deal with a certain situation, we have to be able to come to God and talk to him. Amen. And So, you know, we want those that are listening to know that, You know, we serve a real God. We serve a a truthful God, an honest God, amen. And if there's someone out there and you have a question, you know, feel free to call in, call in at 323-615-4111. You know, our phone lines are open. You know, we want you to know that it's not hard to come to God. And, you know, some people say that they're going to come to God once they get their life together. What do you say to that? It's not, (laughs) what would you tell them? What
1: you
0: think? Um, I'm not going. I, I want to come to church, but I gotta, I gotta get my life together first.
1: she like, it's no like, no meaning of getting your life together. You, like me, I'm still getting my life together, and I'm still amen. here. So you can still come to church and still get help. Everybody needs help and is still getting the help. So
0: amen. So it's not about you getting your life together. Yes. Come to Christ now, as you are. Come right now. Let God do the rest. Let God change your life and get your life together for you because you may do things in your life that God say, Hey, no, that's not what I want in your life. Amen. I need you to get rid of that. So, you know, we, we can't wait until we get our life together. Amen. And the word of God tells us that tomorrow's not even promised. Who's to say you, you know, it take you six months to get your life together. Who's to say you're going to be around, you know, for the, in that six months time too come to Christ. How you know God's not going to put any, you know, uh, barricades in front of you. Amen. So we want to get our life. We want to come to Christ. Amen. We got a question.
2: Yes, we do. Amen. Uh, This question is, how do you respond when you are faced with explaining why you chose to live a restricted life?
0: How do you explain when you have chosen?
2: How do you respond when you are faced with explaining why you chose to live a restricted life?
0: Right. Yeah. So how do we explain to we to let someone know that I've chosen to live this life? All right. So I would say you have to be able to go to that individual and, and, you know, and just explain to them, this is the life. This is the life I want to live. I want to be saved you know, my goal is heaven. And if it means my, me getting to heaven means that I can't listen to boom, boom music anymore, then I can't listen to boom, boom music anymore. Amen. This is the life I've chosen to lead, And if it means that, you know, in order for me to make it into heaven, because that's my ultimate goal. My goal is to make it to heaven. Some people have a goal to be successful in life. Amen. Some people have a goal to say that, you know, they want to own this, white picket fence house, you know? You have to set a goal for yourself and you know, and that goal comes with restrictions sometime. And so serving God is going to come with restrictions because I know that, you know, I don't know how to make it into heaven and I have to lean and depend on the word of God that's going to show me how to make it there. And so it may come with restrictions. So my thing would be, hey, I chose that this was the life that I want to lead. This is my goal in life. I want to make it to heaven. So I have to do everything that encounters me getting to heaven. So hopefully that answers that question. Um, the restriction are, are the restrictions that I do are because this is what I want out of life. This is where I desire to be. Amen. So hopefully that answers their question. If not, I'm sure they'll put in another one something else to rebuttal what I just said. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. But we just want you to know it's not so hard serving Christ. Amen. It's easy to come to Christ. You just got to have a made up mind. You just have to decide that this is what you want to do. Amen. You have to learn just you got to put other things um, to the side and you make up your mind. Do you want Jesus or not? Amen. Because this is this is our new life. This is the new life that God has given us. And, you know, I'm going to be obedient in what he has told me to do. And I'm going to make sure that I'm doing it. Amen. Thank you, Lord.
2: Hey, uh, they was really directing the question to John A. John A. Come <laughs> on. You
0: tell us then, John A, in your words. Thank you.
2: Can you repeat the question? How do you respond when you are faced with explaining why you chose to live a restricted life?
0: So why did you choose this life? Why did you choose to live this restricted life?
2: Um, I chose
1: this life because I was tired of living the life that I was living and the struggles of having, the struggle that I have living my old life. Now that I'm saved, I see a lot of changes, a lot of new blessings, and just a lot has changed towards me. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. That well, question. What you Amen. <laughs>
0: So she chose to live this life. This is what she chose to do. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So hopefully that answers their question from John A. (laughs) All right. But you can still call in or send your questions online. We would be happy to answer, you know, it to John A's here to let you know that, you know, you can do it. She, She made that commitment. She decided that she wanted to walk with Jesus. Amen. And she's letting you know, hey, you can do it too. Yes,
1: because I'm doing it. (laughs) She's doing it. She's
0: committed. Amen. She's committed. Despite, you know, things that happen in our lives, you know, we can't live in the past. Whatever happened in our past, that's our past. It's behind us. Amen. You have to decide what you want today. You have to decide what you want out of life. Amen. Do you want to continue to uh, struggle? Do you want to continue to live in the past and, you know, worry about the fact that, you know, whatever happened, you know, that's the past. It's gone. You know, you can change your life right now. You can change your life today. All you have to do is m- have a made up mind and make a commitment that I want to walk with Jesus, that I want to change my life. You know, I want to walk, hallelujah, in a way that's pleasing unto the Lord. Amen. And so, you know, make a decision, make a decision. We want to encourage you to come to Christ. If you don't know Jesus um, and you've been listening to us, um, the services, you listen to our Sunday services or our Wednesday Bible study, you've listened, but you don't know the next step. Call us, call in and we'll tell you what the next step is. Amen. We're, we're there to talk to you. We're there to, to lead you and guide you and let you know that, you know, God is not hard to get to. He's very easy. He makes himself available, but we have to have a made up mind to, you know, want him. Amen. He's not going to make us. He's not a God that's going to make you do anything. He wants you to make that decision in your life that that's what you want, that you want to come to Christ. Amen. Amen. So again, we thank you for calling in to the Jesus Only podcast. This is our family series, and we're going to have different um, individuals to come in and talk to let you know, you know, despite the things that they've gone through in life, that this is the life they want to live. We're going to have different scenarios. Um, um, Eventually, you know, we'll have some married couples to come on and talk to us. Amen. But right now we just want you to know that, you know, your situation is no different from anyone else's situation. We've all had struggles. We've all done things in life that we regret. We've all experienced things in life that, you know, we wish had never happened. Amen. But we are, we've we've come to that decision in our life that we want to serve God. We want to do, you know, what God has called us to do. We want to make a great life. We want to change, change. We want to change, do a 360 and change our lives. Amen. So please call in, please, you know, think about it, make that decision, you know, what you would want. What do you want out of life? You know, amen. And, you know, come to the church of apostolicity. We have our services on Sundays We're on Normandy, and Brother James will put the address there where we are. But on Sundays, we're there at nine o'clock. We have uh, Sunday morning uh, Sunday school at nine a.m., and then we have our morning worship at ten thirty. And you're more than welcome to come out. We practice social distancing, amen. We wear our masks. We're outside, amen. We're under a tent, amen. Sometimes it gets a little cool, amen. But you know, nothing that a jacket can't take care of. But, you know, a lot of times when you're even at those football games, it's cold at those football games. But you're out there so busy cheering and enjoying the game, the cold doesn't bother you. You know, it eventually goes away. And that's the same way with listening to the word of God. You know, you may come out there cold, but the word is so good. And it has you so intense listening. Amen. You forget about how cold it is. Amen. You forget about what's going on around you. Amen. Because Jesus is talking. You're listening. You're listening to what he has to say. Amen. So come on out to our Sunday morning services. As well as on Wednesdays, we have our Wednesday Bible class. And that's going to be on the various channels, Facebook, YouTube, YouTube. Um, Zoom, wherever we have that at. Amen. But we invite you to listen in and, and invite someone else to listen in. Amen. And if you have any questions, our pastor is open to questions. This past Sunday, we had our, what we call our um, open house. Thank you. I couldn't get that word. Open house. Open house where we give you the opportunity to come in and ask questions and you can ask whatever you want any question. But you know what? The way we answer it, we answer it with the Bible. We answer it with the word of God. So you're not getting man's opinion of it. You're getting the word of God's opinion of it. So come on out. Every fifth Sunday, we have that open house. We invite you to come and ask questions. Amen. So we are we are the church of apostolicity. We are of the apostolic pers- persuasion. Amen. Amen. And all that is is how Jesus taught the apostles. Amen. We we don't deviate from the Bible. Amen. I have a question. What's your question, sir?
2: <laughs> I wasn't, I was in a meeting. I didn't hear her respond, respond about how she feels about her pastor.
0: Oh, no, she said he's just a pushover. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Uh Janae, if you would like to. Repeat your answer about your pastor. Like
1: okay. I said my pastor is a great guy. He's actually our father. He is my father.
0: <laughs> Don't be in here flipping your collar.
1: <laughs> he is a great guy. I said we can come, I can come to him, not just me. Anybody can come to him for a word of advice, or if you just want to talk and, you know, just vent to someone and get it all out. He's going to listen to you. He's not going to bash you. He's just going to listen and tell you what's right and what's wrong and if he was wrong and if he was right. So our pastor is a loving, caring guy, which is my father now.
0: Oh, man. Her pastor is someone that she can come to. She feels comfortable being able to talk to her pastor. And I asked her if she had to make an appointment to talk to him. No. And she said no. Her pastor is... It has an open-door policy. He's available. He's available. All you have to do is come and talk to him. Amen. So, (laughs) and we think that that's a great attribute, amen, to be able to come and speak to someone when you need it. Because sometimes you you need someone to talk to. And, you know, hey, you have someone that you can confide in, amen. But you got my number too. So you can always confide in me. It ain't just... You know, the pastor (laughs) all the time. First Lady Elisa Portis is available as well. So, um, you know, feel free to talk. Talk whenever you need. We are available. So thank you. Uh, For those of you that, um, you know, there's still time for you to call in. Still time for you to ask questions of Sister Janae. Um, You know, give her any questions. That you may have, amen. Um, I'm gonna
2: get on screen.
0: He couldn't take not being on screen,
2: <laughs> that's not true. Gone, I wanted to. He made me forget what I was getting Oh, um, by this being a family series, um, could you all type in questions, send us questions as to what family level or family scenario or family? experience you might, because we are, we are, we're gonna be having a lot of different families. Uh, we're gonna start having the, the, the complete family with the mama, the dad, the children. We're gonna start having a round table. And um, so if you all can type, email, uh, let us know what you would like to know. And and the reason we are doing this, I may have, I may have said this previously, there's all type of families out there that's struggling Say want to be saved, think they save, and not save. And that's why I've said we are not going to make this political. We're not going to make this a social issue. We're going to make this a spiritual issue. So, uh, and I heard some of what John Nay was telling you all. You all heard a couple of families. Can you all hear me? Yes. So you all heard a couple of families. And um, uh, we've had a couple of people to renege on us. Yeah, I'm going to say you reneged on us because you can help someone. You can help someone, you know, I'm proud of John A to be so young in the Lord and get on here and say, I lost my mom. My dad is in prison. I've struggled, but I'm saved now. Now that's going to encourage somebody, you know, so we all have a story. We all have a testimony and everybody needs some encouragement, no matter what, who you are and what you're doing. Amen. Somebody had a question or something? No, I was going to tell them they should email their, uh, whatever they want to see, what you just asked mm-hmm. about the family, right. they should email it to the Porters at jesusonlyclub.org. So, because we might not see it if they put it on the
0: comments. Okay, yeah. Send it to jportis at Jesus what is it? Only to To on? J- email, I should know O-R-G. So, any scenarios or situations that you would like for us to present on the Jesus Only podcast, you can send that to the Porters. At jesusonlyclub.org If you would send that Your situations or things that you would uh, Situations you would like For us to talk about on the Jesus Only Podcast, just send those To that email address so that we can Review those, amen,
2: amen. And then I have one other thing All of you all that have My cards and didn't send me A a, a video Send me my cards back <laughs>
1: I, mean, I, I didn't mean send, to laugh. I got to send my card back because I didn't. Wait a minute. You didn't get it.
2: No, I'm saying I didn't give you like a video. a video. I didn't do a
1: video.
2: With me, everybody that didn't send me a video, I want my card back. You're not a member. I'm, I'm, what you call I'm it revoking? when you take back? Revoking. Revoking. Is it your revoking favorite? or evoking? Re-, Re. I'm revoking your membership. Oh give me my, my card God. back. I wanted an envelope. And I want my dirty (laughs) t-shirt Send me my dirty stretched out faded t-shirt that you've been wearing. Because you promised me. I told y'all, don't become a member if I'm not going to get a video. And y'all lied to me. Amen. So I want it back. Amen. I want my shirt back. I want my card back. I want my faded shirt. I don't care if it's dirty. I don't care what you got on it.
1: What if we do it now,
2: though? Do what your video mm-hmm. you're gonna do yours right now. No, no. Oh, okay Well, you I okay <laughs> Because John they asked I give you some mercy But if you're not gonna do it if I don't get it by this Two weeks. next Tuesday Make sure my card is in the mail by next Tuesday with my dirty shirt Okay, okay, I want it cuz I gave you that on the premises that I was going to get a video for you telling me how excited you were Amen. Amen. All right, now I'm gonna get off the screen Love y'all, though.
0: That was our pastor, pastor, pastor Portis. You know the members of the JOC Club the that have not sent in their videos, amen? One of the requirements for being a member of the JOC Club when we sent you that membership card and T-shirt was you to do a video and send it back to us just representing that you were what number member of the JOC club which put your, put your which your address only, uh, which your membership so please do your video please do your video Amen. and get it in by next tuesday that gives you 7 days to take care of that video and get it in just say you know I'm member number 1 and you know I'm I'm a proud member of the Jesus Only podcast are you proud You know, maybe that's an episode we need to do. Are you proud? Are you proud to be a Jesus only member? Are you proud to be serving God? You know, maybe everybody's still, you know, sneaking around. Amen. Don't be sneaking around. Either you gonna, you know, be hot or cold. Bible tells us we can't be lukewarm. You're gonna be hot or cold. So you're gonna be on fire for Jesus or you know, not. Yes, I can use it in that content as well. Amen. But, <clears throat> you know, it's been wonderful. It's been nice having uh, Sister J- Janae on the phone. Let me call you Janelle. <laughs> Sister Janae on the phone. Amen. I'm on the phone. On the podcast tonight. Amen. And we thank you for coming on and giving your testimony, letting us know, you know, some things about you as well and how it is walking with Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And, and, you know, encouraging and being encouraging, you know, um, you didn't have to do it. You didn't have to come on here and, you know, tell you your, your side of the story. Amen. But we know that you're on the right track. We know that, you know, you're enjoying being an usher for the Church of Apostolicity. Amen. And we know that God is truly blessing you. And there's so much more to come. So just stay on that pathway um keep coming you know we tell people when they first get saved just keep coming to church keep coming to church no matter what you know no matter what comes your way man there's gonna be some days but you keep coming to church you know don't let nobody in your family keep you call you sunday morning and say hey i need you no i'm going to church i'll come at. i'll come see about you when the church is over but i'm going to church you know and that's just a commitment that we have to make because The first time you miss one service, the next thing you know, you're going to miss another service and it's going to be weeks and it's going to be months. And before you know it, you're going to look back and man, where is it? Where, you know, what did I do? Amen. So just keep coming to church, be encouraged, let the Lord lead you and guide you and use you however, amen, that he feels that he wants to use you and just make yourself available to him. Amen. So again, those of you that are listening, young, old, amen, we pray that the Lord gave you something to encourage you, to have you know that you should continue your walk in Christ, amen, no matter what goes on, we know, hey, the devil's always out there, he's always trying to throw us, you know, some darts, amen, but we got to stay committed to Jesus Christ, we have to remember, you know, I'm available, I'm available for Christ, and he told us that he's not going to put no more on us than we can bear no more than we can bear. And we have to trust and believe that, amen. And remember that, you know, Jesus is the only answer. He's the only answer. And if you really live your life like that, like Jesus is the only answer, amen, you will accomplish so much more and you will feel so much better in your inner self, amen. Because you know that I did what God instructed me to do, amen. I've done what it takes to make God proud. Amen. And so thank you all for tuning in again to the Jesus only podcast. We thank you. We thank you. We look forward to those videos coming in. Amen. Mm-hmm. And remember, oh, my God. remember, pastor says his card, his video or his card and t-shirt. Okay. Say it right. His video or his card and t-shirt, but always remember There's no other answer than Jesus. Amen. So Jesus is really the only answer. Thank you, Sister Janae, for coming on. And everyone have a wonderful evening. In Jesus name. Do you have questions about the Bible or questions that are unanswered? Would you like to know more about Jesus? The Jesus Only Club podcast is the place to get all of your questions answered. Join us every Tuesday at 7 p.m. for the Jesus Only Club podcast, where Jesus is the only answer.